Well, good morning, church. You want to know what you don't want to do? Choke on your spit right before you're going to walk up on stage. You really don't. All right, we're going to do a few things different today. It's 2023, new year, same us, new us, whatever you want to call it. Okay, I'm going to dismiss children. And while we're dismissing children for Children's Church, the remainder of you in the room, everybody has a cell phone, raise your hand with your cell phone. With your cell phone out, raise your hand. Cell phones are out. Everybody's really good at using their cell phone while the kids are being dismissed. Everybody's really good at using their cell phone, right? You guys all know how to use YouTube? If your neighbor next to you doesn't know how to use YouTube, you're going to help them out. I want to see everybody's phones out. Stand still. Stand still. Okay. I'm trying to follow you. Now, everybody with your cell phone, open YouTube. 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 Does everybody have YouTube open? Okay. Right there. Elena's got the Rivers page. All right, now. Before you click anything on your phone, you have a volume button on the side. Go ahead and press it and hold it down until your volume goes off. Oh, we're new now. We got to be a new age church. That's okay. D, you're okay. D, you have grace. D gets grace. She, she doesn't have a phone. It's okay. Everybody open up your phone and your YouTube. Now, let me see the phones up in the air. Got your YouTube open. Okay, search the Rivers Church in YouTube. Search the Rivers Church. Turn your volume all the way down. See, it says right here, I've got the Rivers Service. Five people are watching. Yeah, you're looking for the R with the logo that matches our church logo. Yeah. Now everybody's going to turn the volume all the way down on the phone. They're going to click the live stream, and you're going to set your phone down next to you. And it's going to say we have 15 people watching. And what's going to happen is it's going to become trending because more people are going to be watching, and more people are going to click it. And... I've helped prevent you from watching Tiger Woods win the Masters, I'm sorry, from playing with your phone during church service. Yes, your pastor is guilty of watching Tiger win the Masters a couple years back in church. Oh, it was bad. I was sitting about, you know, midway up. Tiger Woods was behind Molinari. Heaven's Corner, the tides changed. Tony Finau... Molinari playing a good game of golf. They were both two strokes ahead of Tiger. What was the message that day? <laughs> I, we, don't know. <laughs> don't know. But all I know is two balls went in the water and Tiger Woods talked to his caddy and he won the Masters that day. And I couldn't put my phone down. I was in church watching the Masters live. So I'm, I'm guilty. It's okay. I'm just telling you all I'm guilty too of playing with my phone in church. 
But this will help you. Now, now, how many do I have watching now? Eleven. That's awesome. What's going to happen is the more that we can get that watched every week, the more it's going to bump up some trending with your friends because all your YouTubes are tied to your emails and it's all tied to this big algorithm of social media world. And check this out. Follow, like, and share. Also coming up very soon, just we're doing some new stuff here. Also coming up new, very soon, Contagious Oasis, our young adults, is going to be launching a, an Instagram page. And as soon as we have that page up, we're going to put the QR code up on the screen so that everybody here can scan it and start sharing the page, liking the page, and following the page, and we can grow our young adult body, and we can do the same with our youth. We can begin to grow these areas of our church. Everybody's on social media now. Everybody. D, you're fine. You always belong here. Yeah. Social media is taking over, so you want to know something? We're going to have to take it. We're going to have to use social media, and this is what everybody's doing. They're all on Instagram. They're all on YouTube. They're all on Facebook. Some of them even Twitter. I don't know how Twitter works, but they're on Twitter. They're everywhere. This fantastic idea was uh, my brother Will in the back who suggested this to me. He's like, we got to get everybody in the church, get their phones out, get them all on YouTube, get them streaming, put their phone down. I'm like, I love that idea. I'm going to do that this Sunday. Thank you, Will. All right, guys, what's up and coming? Next Sunday is, yes, sir? Yeah, put the phone down. We want you to pay attention and not play with your phone. Okay. Up and coming is four squares, 21 days of prayer and fasting. What does that mean, Pastor? It's a time that you can fast something in your life. It doesn't necessarily have to be food. You may have a health problem. You may not be able to... I'll tell you what, one time I tried to go without food, I went like a day and a half, and I started to get super hypoglycemic. My body like started shutting down. It got really scary. And I'm not diabetic, but my body reacted weird to not eating. So I don't fast food. So my goal, if you know me, I'm all over social media. So for 21 days, I'm not going to put one post on social media. That's going to be tough for me. But that's already what I've... You're still going to lift though, right? I'm still going to lift. But I don't get to show anybody the lifts. It's going to be tough. (laughs) Oh yeah, they're going to be like, and here you go. But I'm I'm saying like, there's certain things in my life that, that... it's, it's the things that I like to do, the things of the flesh that I love that I have to set aside. And that's 21 days of that. And we're going to pray during that time, and God's going to honor that time, and we're going to pray as a church, collectively, and we're going to pray individually. Okay? Does everybody here have something in their life right now, whether it be food or something else, that you can fast for 21 days. Hands up. All right. Good. So the 21 days of prayer and fast starts next week. On the 9th? The 
The Monday after next Sunday, the 9th. Yeah. Okay, so it starts on the 9th. Martin Luther King Day. Again? I've had every Monday off for the last two weeks. I don't think I get that Monday off. I don't think I get any holidays off till May. Yeah, I know. We just had days off, but I get another one. So listen. <laughs> listen. 21 days of prayer and fast. Uh, there, is a, uh, there is something you can download from Foursquare and print it. If you can't print it, see Dale. Dale will print it for you. Um, it'll give you some ideas of prayer. Prayer. If you follow Foursquare's page on Facebook or Instagram, every day they're showing you what's going on, something to pray about, something that we look forward to. So collectively as a church, I'm going to challenge us this year. There you go, guys. You see it right there? I'm going to challenge us this year. I'm going to challenge us this year because I'm going to challenge myself. Therefore, if I challenge myself, I'm going to challenge you. Okay? Last night, we went to a New Year's Eve party. We hung out till like 11.15. I knew if I stayed there until at least midnight, I was going to wake up to an alarm today with a choice on how I feel and do I want to get up and do what I have to do. I didn't want to have to give myself, I didn't want to put myself in that position. So I left a little early. I look at, when I look at, when I look at what I did last night, I look at life as a constant mini-series of opportunities to make a decision to do or not do. That's what life is like. Every, every moment of the day is like a constant mini-series of what's next. Life constantly presents us with have-tos, right? Have-tos. And the have-tos win for the most part, yes? Don't they win? Do I go to work or stay home and lose my job? Well, I have to. Those are easy ones to think about. Whether difficult, stressful, uneasy, uncomfortable, unmotivating, boring, doesn't matter. It's a have-to and you do it. Yes? Everybody here has have-tos? You got have-tos, Christian? Love you, buddy. What do we do when we are presented with a decision to do or not do, and in our eyes, the outcome doesn't acutely hurt you? It depends. All of a sudden, it becomes optional. I love that. I love that. Oh, optional. Not a have to. The easy answer for most of us, we don't do it. Especially if it gets in the way of my comfort zone. If it's going to make me uncomfortable, why would I want to do that? I wrote here, that's the, sad, that's the life of the sad majority of Christians in America today. I have to go to work. I need to go to church. I need to do this. They even know they need these things. But they're missing the point that it's a have to. This is a have to. Should I go help take the decorations down at the church? We had a slide up. The decorations were taken down next Sunday, January 8th. 
Should I go help take the decorations down at the church? You know that more hands make light work. But you know what our brain says? Let me just, I'm going to offend today. Please give me grace. Do you know what the majority of you are going to say? There's enough people, they don't need my help. You're going to make an excuse for someone else. I love that. That is a classic. When we make excuses for someone else to like, well, you're good. How do you know we're good? Should I go help in the booth to evangelize on Plumas when they do the walk, when they do the stroll? Should I go help? Well, no, I mean, it's a Saturday, and I'm already at the church doing children's ministry, or I sing, or I'm, I'm, there's something I already do. I'm already helping enough. I'm already doing more than the bare minimal, pastor. So? Why is there a bare minimal with God? Why is there a minimal at all? Why is that word even there? Take that out of your vocabulary. I already helped doing dot, 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 fill in the blank. Almost everybody in this room has a, a dot, dot, dot right now. Should I give? Every week they ask for my money. Every week the church asks me to give. Every week Mike came up here and said there was an offering basket on the piano. Or you can give online. You talk about money and people get crazy. I could talk to you about anything. It would not offend you. The minute I say you're not giving, you're going to be so offended. It's like your treasure. My precious. <laughs> My income. It's mine. I worked 48 hours last week for this. I don't have enough to give 10%, so I'm not going to give it all because that's what they say I should give. Give 2%. Give 1%. Give 4%. Give something. Give something. Give something. Give to Caesar what is Caesar's. But give to God what is God's. Give something. I, there was a time I was so broke. I was so, so broke, you guys. I don't even know. We were living, the family was helping big time. And I was on unemployment and I was getting like $400 every two weeks. Do you know I gave $40 of that $400 to my church? I didn't have it to give. I just trusted God to just, please do something with it. Maybe you have $4,000. Start with giving 40. Give something. Every month I look at the financials of our church and every month we barely pay the bills or we barely come out where we spent a little bit more than we brought in. And we're a room full of people. I'm going to offend. The building can't stay on if we don't give and sow into it. We're not, you're not just giving to whatever. You're sowing into this body of Christ. And one day we're going to grow, but you want to know what we have to do? We have to be obedient. But pastor, I am obedient. I got it. Whatever your level of obedience is right now, this year you're going to step it up. 
starting with 21 days of prayer and fasting. We have to train ourselves into disciplines which are uncomfortable. Your money is your money. It's uncomfortable to talk about. Thank you. We have to train ourselves into habits that are uncomfortable. We have to train ourselves to do the next indicated thing. What's the next indicated thing? I need to step it up in some area of my life. Pastor just like pulled out those three things and I'm definitely lacking here. We have to start doing the small steps first so that God can lead us to the next big step. But you got to walk. There's not a person in this building, including myself, who's not going to be challenged today to step up your game. Step it up. And I know some of you are. I personally know you. We talk outside of here. I know what you're doing, what you're not doing. Even I'm going to step up my game, so I'm going to tell you all that if you're stepping up to the plate right now, we've got to step up further. We're going to step up. This year's theme is rise up. Rise up. The rivers is going to rise up. I don't want to see 30 people at the end of the year and it be the same faces. I don't want to see it. I'm telling you right now, I don't want to see it. I want to see 60 new faces plus you guys. Enough is never enough when you love something, right? I drank for a long time, did other things. I love that. I would do anything for it. Enough is never enough when you love something, right? Skip, I'll bet you you've played guitar till your fingers bled. And then before they were healed, you played again. You know why? Because he loves it. I'll bet you that Greg and Christian have played piano and drums so bad that their wrists and fingers hurt. And they kept playing. You know why? Because they love it. I lift weights. My back hurts so bad, sometimes I lay on the garage floor for two hours. I stand up, pick up the weights, and lay back down because I'm in that much pain. Do you know why I do it? Because I love it more than the pain. <laughs> we can't get enough of something that we love. So do you love this church? Then why are you late? Why you miss Sundays? Why are you not giving? Why are you not praying for us? Why are you not praying with us? Why are you not coming up to somebody saying, is there something around here I can do? Yeah, I know there's, everybody's here is doing something. I said I'm going to sound offensive. Enough is never enough when you love something. So do you love Jesus? Do you love this body of Christ that he has given us in this building? Then show it. How many times have I asked everybody here to invite somebody to church this year? 
Lots. Every week. Chris and Annette came this year. We invited them. Mike comes to church now. We invited him. Javier comes to church. We invited him. Gavin's been coming to church for the last month, month and a half. We invited him. Where is your invitee? You forgot that person this week. I know you brought, I know you bring people, Elena. That's why I didn't bring you in the equation. Stop it. I know you bring people. You guys, we have to do more. I know Mike tries. Mike's brought people. Look, guys. Our church is at a crossroad. It is. Our church is at a crossroad. And we can't keep putting the old wine into the new wineskin. I am new. My vision is what God puts in front of me. But you want to know what it is? It's new to this. I don't want to hear the way we used to do it anymore. The way we used to do it ended up with us having 30 people for a year. I don't want to hear it anymore. I want us to do it new. I want you to whip out your phone and turn on YouTube and have nine people, 10, 12, 15 people watching every Sunday with your phone on your side until all of a sudden it says that and you don't even have to open your phone. We're going to do this Instagram thing. We're going to launch. We're going to, we're going to share. We're going to invite people. We're going, to, we're going to talk up our events and invite people. And we're going to get enough people following because you're going to be sharing the page to your friends that they're going to be like, wow, what's that's going on in your church? What night? I'm going to go check it out. We're going to launch some small groups this year. I haven't even told anybody. We're going to launch some small groups this year at your house. And someone's going to come lead it. And you're going to invite your neighbors. That's right. You're going to invite somebody. And then they're going to meet you and you're going to talk about what we preached on Sundays. What do you think about that idea? It got quiet. Your awkward silence was very reassuring. Stretching. I love that. I didn't say your house. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to lead a group. You're going to find somebody. You're going to say, we'd like to host a, a small group at your house. That's how you invite. I don't know if you go to church, but my church, we're looking for a spot to do our small group. Can we do it at your house on Tuesdays? I lead it. Just, just open the doors. I've seen that work. I saw that grow a big ministry in Downey. We found a church in Downey because of a ministry exactly like that. And we got plugged into a church by a small group that was going on in an apartment by another person from the church who was leading it and, invi and, and invited herself into somebody else's home. And they ended up there in the apartments we were living in in Downey and the corner of Downey and Southgate. And that's how we ended up at that church. Chris, for some people, it's uncomfortable to come to a church if they're not a church. But if they come to a house, that's different. That's just 100%. Out. That's hanging out. 100%, Greg. 27 years ago, Greg and I 
Saturday, Saturday, the same small group yep. at my little house in downtown Marysville. Across the street from Charleston? Right across the street. That was our core group. And it grew, and we brought people here, and it yep. grew a church. Oh, you guys hear this? <laughs> 27 years ago. 20, right. <laughs> 27 years ago. We're going to do some things different this year. We're going to try new ideas. That's how much I love barbell training. Bleed blood in the face. Keep squatting until the set's over. Because I love it. <laughs> no, I dived under the bar and it took half of my scalp off. But I didn't want to lose my intensity, so I kept going. No. I do know why God gave man hair. The top of your scalp just peels. Yeah. All right, guys, it's 11 o'clock. I'm going to get in the sermon here. Good. Man, I might actually move this to next week. Stop. Our life verse this year is going to be Acts 26.16. I want everybody to memorize this verse this year. I don't care what, what translation you memorize it in. I don't know what, what translation your Bible is. I want everybody to memorize this verse this year. Are you ready? I'm going to read it out loud. Now get to your feet. For I have appeared to you to anoint you as my servant and witness. Tell people that you have seen me and tell them what I will show you in the future. Do you know who said those words? Jesus. You know who he said them to? Paul, who was Saul at the time. This is the end of Acts, and I like the way Paul describes his experience rather than the actual experience itself, which we'll preach on in since it's 11, and I realize I've gone a long time challenging you, pumping you up. Happy New Year. I might just move this to next week because I'm not going to try to go through all this and then go through all the bullet points. Everybody okay with that? Okay. We'll start shoot from the hip, Chris. You know, um, I just love you guys. I love this church. I love God. And I'm human just like everybody else. I'm not preaching this stuff to challenge you. I'm preaching this stuff because this is what challenges me. And if I'm going to be challenged by God with it, then I know God's given me the green light to challenge you with it. Because that's what he does with the people he appoints to lead. Here, I need you to work on this area of your life because you're going to share that vision and that work with this group of people. Because if you need this work and you need to work on this area of your life, I'm certain that they do too. That's, that's, that's what it's all about, you know? I look in the mirror and I'm like, I look in the mirror and I think the same thing you guys think. Well, I'm not good enough. I don't deserve it. Yeah, yeah, pastor, the Bible says all that, that we don't. And I need to look past that and I know I have, I got that! But I still know what it feels like to look in the mirror at yourself. Even though you know the truth. 
You know God's truth about you. That your sin in his eyes through Christ is as far from the east as to the west. And that you're as white as snow. I know that truth. But you still look in the mirror at yourself. And you stop remembering that truth. I know what that feels like. I do it too. I know what it's like to wake up and say I'm not worthy. I know what it's like to wake up on a Sunday morning and say to myself, how am I even going to go stand in front of that group of people and share anything positive? I'm human. I just, I just show up. I pray. I pray through it. I trust God. I trust God. I trust God. If there's anything I can tell you, I just always just continue to continue to continue trusting God. That's all I do. I don't care what my situation looks like. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to keep moving forward one step at a time. And here we are. January 1st. Happy New Year. Rise up. It's time to get up. That theme verse is going to be the theme for the whole year. This whole year, every person in this room is going to level up. You, whatever, wherever you're at, you're going to move up, up. You're not going to stay still. You're not going to stay stagnant. Something in your spiritual life is going to improve, and it's going to improve all areas of your life. Everybody in this room. And we will not, I will not relent, I will not back off, and I will not come up here and quit offending until I can see every face in the room has leveled up. How will we know? We just know. We just know. I know. I know when you come into church and you're hurting and you look at me and I say, how's it going? And you go, oh, it's going good. I know it's not good. I have a mirror too. I know I come into church and you say, how you doing, Chris? And all of a sudden I turn around, I look at you discombobulated, and I smile, and I go, it's going great. It's not going great. I want you to think it's going great. We're all going to level up this year. We're all going to do what Saul did. We're going to get up on our feet, and we're going to do what God called us to do. And it's going to start this year. But I've been doing that for the last 48 years. Perfect. Whatever you've done for the last 48 years, we're going to go to the next level this year. Because there's always room for growth. There's always room for change. There's always room for something new. If anybody in this room has more memories and more of anything, it's D. You know, every day your brain is like a computer. Every day you build new memories and you store them in a file, and nobody in this room has more files than D. Nobody. And even D knows that we can always still learn something new. And we can all rise up. We can all do something different this year. We're going to start inviting people to church. Yes? Yeah. We're going to start giving or giving more. Yes? Yeah. We're going to start praying. Yes? yes. We're going to start reading our Bible. Not on Sunday morning. Yes? We're all going to do something more this year. Do you know why? Because enough is never enough when you love something. It's never enough. I don't feel like I'm giving enough. 
I evaluated my 2022 and I said, I'm giving too much area of my life to this and God wants my heart right here. In 2023, my heart is going to be more here than where it was last year. We're going to start with our prayer and fasting. We're going to talk about it again next week. I have a challenge. Is everybody ready? Can you hear everybody say yes? Everybody's ready. I need to hear a yes. We are going to go around the room. I'm not going to make you say what it is, but we're going to go around the room and I'm going to say, do you know what you're fasting for the next 21 days? And you are going to say yes, because you're going to know what that is, right? That's what I'm challenging you with. Next week, you're going to come. You have seven days to prepare yourself to decide what it is that's important to you that you're going to fast. What it is that makes you stir. What it is that, that gets you pumped up. What it is that, you know, if it's a million likes, you're like, oh, every time you get another like, you're like, bust your, okay? So me, I'm like, no social media. That's tough for me. I like posting my videos. I like hearing people be like, get it, bro. It's gone, 21 days. I gotta just be with me in the garage. I, the videos are just for me to watch. I'll drive BB crazy. She'll be like, if I have to hear that song one more time, she'll be like, repeat, repeat, repeat. I'm always like, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm looking to see what, what, what I did wrong. I'm never looking about what I did right. I'm always looking for what I did wrong. That's what I do. I watch my videos a thousand times to see what I did wrong. Yeah. So for 21 days, that's what I'm doing. I'm telling you what I'm fasting. I want everybody to come to church next Sunday with what it is you're going to prepare to fast for. If you would like to share that with us, it would be awesome. If you don't want to, just a simple, yes, I have that in mind. Why are you doing that, Chris? Because I'm not going to leave it open to error or to choice of I didn't really prepare, I don't really care. Because enough is never enough when it's something you love. So if you love God and you love Jesus and you love this church and you love this ministry and you love what God is doing here, then you love it enough that you will participate in what God wants to do with us. And it's going to start this year with 21 days of prayer and fasting. Everybody's on board. No choice. Dang, Chris, how are you going to tell me that? I don't care. I did. I said it. No options. We're fasting something for 21 days, and we're praying. Okay? Is everybody okay with that? Yes. Is anybody not okay with that? All right. Well. Now get to your feet, for I have appeared to you, appoint you as my servant and witness. Tell people that you have seen me. Tell them what I will show you in the future. I think God's going to give us all an amazing message this year to share with somebody because you're going to get up on your feet from wherever it is that you're on your journey. You're going to get up onto your feet and you're going to be a servant and a witness for him like he called us to do. And you're going to do that this year in some amazing way and it's going to start with accountability. Does everybody know what the word accountability means? Let me show you an example of accountability. Pastor Chris just told you no option to come back next Sunday with something you're going to fast for 21 days. 
Pastor Chris calls that accountability. Is everybody good? Got to be here next week too. And anybody that's not here, remind them. They may not have watched online. I don't know if you guys noticed that we've been doing the, uh, the announcements now are going to be on the board. So guess what? If you're late, you don't know what they are. If you're at home, if you're at home we've warned you to look online and read the newsletter. Dale shared it with you online. Amen? All right, let's pray. Lord, I thank you for your... <laughs> Lord, I thank you for your ability to change direction real quick. Lord, I thank you for this body. Lord, I thank you in advance for what you're going to do here in 2023. We claim it, we own it, and we, we, are, we are in it, Lord. We're all in. This year is going to be the year of all in when you tell us to get up on our feet. Wherever we're at in our life, Lord, we're going to get up on our feet and we're going to go and be a servant and a witness to you. We're going to do more, Lord. We want to be more, Lord. I pray over this church family. I pray healing. I pray forgiveness. I pray cleansing of spirit. I pray that the scales fall from their eyes, whatever it is that's blurring their vision. I pray for everybody at home online. Maybe I challenged you to go to a church next Sunday. And you won't watch online. Guess what? I'm okay with that. Lord, I just pray that you open our eyes and take us all to the next level this year. Whatever that is in each and, one, each and every one of our individual lives, Lord, we're going to rise up. We're going to level up. We're going to go up a notch. And we're going to focus on that all year until it is accomplished, until it is established, until you look down on this church and say, Good job, guys. Let's keep going. Lord, we'll know when that day comes. Our eyes will be open, Lord. We are waiting to receive the blessing, Lord. I thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Well, so next.